Hi, readers. Welcome to Bookish Live. This episode was recorded during one of our Bookish Society classes. If it sounds like fun, it is. We invite authors to visit whenever they can and also host a big end-of-semester anti-finals week with more visits, games, and giveaways. Check out our second semester offerings at thebookishsociety.com. Hi, I'm Jen Naughton, and this is Bookish Society Secrets. In case you stumbled upon us, here's the sitch. We give you the inside dish, spoilers included, about the latest and greatest new books for kids and teens. Because I live by the mantra, so many books, so little time, I'm using this corner of the internet to boost authors and their stories. You. Little Zoom lady likes to warn you. (laughs) All right. So, hey, guys. Today we have a guest. We've got... From the future, S.G. Wilson, not from our time. Definitely not from our time at all. (laughs) Because I'm also an alien. Are you? I don't know if he's an alien. That's not quite quite right. Kind of. Because I can see through the goggles. (laughs) Your eyes are either blue or brown. I think they're blue. Well, that's... Yes. Well, this is, well, yeah, this is a pretty um, advanced material, you know, um, so, uh, but yeah, I think you're, you're pretty right. I think they're, um, I guess they're blue. I don't know. We've kind of moved beyond color. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> anymore, so, yeah. yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the multiverse? Oh, sure. Well, okay. So, you know, I'm a different SG than the one who wrote the book on your earth, but I did write it on my, my earth. So okay. it's the multiverse. I wrote it. It took the SG of this earth about a year to write it, but it took me about like half an hour, you know, cause you know, sure. we're in the future. I can, you know, do these things a lot faster. Um, this is the next book that's not quite out yet. Uh, it's um, yeah. Enough about me. The book two I wrote this one in about 20 minutes, you know, the same day. Whoa, I, that's quick. Yeah. But speaking and I wrote this, uh, took me about two hours to write this one. Just a little Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. you know everything about the universe. So it's just like, like yeah. writing your ABCs, right? You're just like, yeah. I mean, I'm not even a smart person in the future. So, okay. I, you know, uh, I, you know, I, I knocked this off. This took about a day. Okay. <laughs> that looks like it was written by somebody else. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. It's all him. But then, um, <laughs> this took me about two days. I'm glad we um, still have plants. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah. We're happy to. do you have news. plants on your earth? Yeah, um, it's a struggle to maintain them. You know, we're still trying to rebuild the the environment and all that stuff. But um, uh, some of them are really deadly. They might eat you. You never know. So the thing but is, Hawaii it makes it very easy to grow plants. Ooh, yeah, I miss that. I miss like yards, that kind of thing. I mean, I don't want to depress anybody. There's a lot of great stuff in the future. Hawaii, so it's super easy. Yeah, being yeah. in Hawaii must be nice. Yeah. Yes, it's definitely nice. Even You're though it looks like it's about to rain right um, now. They kind of roll in, right? The the storms. Um how did the deadly plants get so big? Futuristic on your planet. Well, 
I mean, I could go on and on, um, but basically uh, we got really good at like, you know, plant food and they just went to town. So I cover a chapter on that, about that in the book. So, um, so it's kind of like these mutant plants, but yeah. Uh, hey, Omri, you're sort of blinding us. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so much fun to play with this. Yeah, okay. I am an alien. Okay, let's let's yeah. listen, Omri, okay? <laughs> um, yeah, well, let's see. I mean, so, you know, the, the books are about a, a kid who goes to a convention for his duplicates from parallel Earths and um, meets a lot of his doubles. Uh, he, um, and, and, you know, he meets one who is not such a savory person I think in every batch of, anytime you're gonna meet a bunch of doubles, you're probably gonna meet one who's kind of a bit of a bad apple, you know? And so he realized he has to stop them. So, uh, and you know, he jumps around a lot of different earths and uh, uh, yeah, that's the basic gist. That's the basic gist. That's all you need to know right now. Yeah, I don't wanna ruin it. It's a need to know basis, kids. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, but uh, let's see. I mean, uh, is there anything else you wanted to know about the, the multiverse itself or did you were we talking maybe about world building I think yeah that's what I was thinking what do you guys think you want to you want to hear all about how to how to build your own world yes yeah, yeah. well um the um I guess uh the way I come at it is you know like some some writers will do world building for for a book and uh, you know like if you think about the, the Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings he put he put a lot of work in, into to making the, the that world. Uh, he started off, I think, with the languages that the elves and the dwarves and the orcs and everything speak, and then kind of built from there, like all the different land masses and all that jazz. You know, the cultures of the different people. Um, but for me, I, I kind of find that a little boring. I think a lot of people find that exciting and fun, but I just get you know, if I were to do that, I would just get sucked up into it and nerd out for so long that pretty soon. I feel like I would lose track of time and uh, lose a good sense of the story because, you know, like it's a bit of a balance between making your world, but they're still having an exciting story um, that uh, with, with fun characters and everything. So, you know, like if you look at Star Wars, the first one is just like, you know, you get to see some robots and some uh, cantina and it doesn't get too complicated until like later. Uh, so I guess that's my point. You don't want to get too sucked up into world building. So uh, what I have kind of um, sort of developed in a way is this technique called uh, one minute world building, or I also call it world tweaking or uh, world building hacks. But basically um, I have a couple of um, techniques that I kind of used um, when I was doing the book, you know, coming up with like different earths. Um, one, I like to call, um, oh yeah, I forgot. Let me, uh, I have a, oh, I'm a little rusty on, oh yeah, here we go. Okay, so one I call, uh, is that showing up? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, here, let me spotlight you, that'll be. Oh, okay. There you I go. I call it, um, give ready. it a go key, because there's this famous Star Trek episode where uh, Spock um, from Star Trek, he, they, they meet their, all the, their evil, doubles you know right yeah and have goatees at least spock does so that this is like you know the one with the goatees that's like spock. that's how you can tell the one spock from the other yeah yeah exactly so i thought give it a goatee it's where you basically just do the opposite so yeah. you know you take 
um, like, uh, for instance, um, you could do like you take Santa and maybe there's a world where there's um, an, an evil Santa. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I, actually, I actually commissioned my neighbor to, to, to draw that for me. Nice. Uh, but anyway, um, or, um, uh, you know, so you get the idea. It's just kind of like you take our world and just do, do certain details that are the opposite. And then you kind of start thinking about um, what else the rest of that world would be like. Well, what would be a world where there's an evil Santa, you know? Um, yeah. What kind of world will Christmas be like? What would holidays be like? You know, uh, kind of go from there. Um, and then- uh, What another, about a world with an evil Easter bunny? That's, that's great, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That's what's interesting. You can kind of just think about it and, you know, expand from there. So, um, which I think would be really fun actually. Um, and did, did you ever see that movie, like, I think The Guardians or something where it was like Santa and Easter Bunny and- Oh, the Tooth Fairy. Yeah. Or it was like all those guys, yeah. yeah. But that'd be fun if they were all evil instead. That could be interesting. So, um, and then uh, another one uh, is um, one I call um, kind of like, uh, you sort of, I call it catch that uh, cat gator um, because it's sort of like you combine things. You know, you like, you take one thing from, you take, well, you know, like, I don't know if you've watched Avatar, the airbender, you know, that cartoon. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of like mixed up animals in that show. And that's what's kind of one of the fun things about it. There'll be like, a, you know, an anteater pigeon or just like a, a lion uh, otter, you know, or things like that. So, um, you know, you kind of take different things from um, Arth and just mix and match them, you know, like Mad Libs. Um, sometimes it can be just a matter of like replacing um, words with, you know, similar sounding words. Like, for instance, this is a little thing I came up with called, um, it's like the fight house. Or what? He said the fight house. Okay. Yeah. 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 And then um and the reason it's pink is because I had a the, the I had a different photo where it was a progression, but I lost the photo. But it's basically gonna be instead of the white house, the pink house, and then it's the fight house, you know, whatever it is. Anyway. Um and then um the uh another one which is a lot of fun is I call it uh, rescue Rome, where you know instead of well you change some part of history like um a uh, uh, instead of Rome falling you know what if it never fell and you know maybe we'd have a giant statue of Julius Caesar next to the Statue of Liberty maybe there wouldn't even be the Statue of Liberty because maybe they'd kind of still be an empire and you know we wouldn't have as many liberties or something and right. um, uh, it could also be or maybe Rome never became an empire. Um, and, it, well, you know, for instance, in my book, I have a world, the first world, he, I won't be ruining much when I say the first world he goes to, um, by accident, he kind of basically stumbles into this world where um, America never- Never, uh, never broke apart from the UK. Exactly, yeah. And um, so you get something like this, if I can get this is the statue of What would you say? The statue of Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so um so you know, just you kind of think about how the world might change if there are these little changes. 
And in fact, it could be a small step too. Like maybe there could be a world where corn dogs were never invented, you know? What would a world like that be? Like, I wouldn't want to live in that kind of world. So. Mm-hmm. So Neither would be, I. Or what? Neither would I. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, you know, it could be big things or small things, a little change in history. That's another way you can approach it. And um, uh, let's see, there's, um, oh, by the way, this is just one thing I wanted to share. This is our bearded dragon. I meant to Aww. show another Santa. Like what if Santa were a bearded dragon? So <laughs> I didn't, I just happened to have that on my hard drive. So I just, just now saw it. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, and then, uh, oh yeah, the other, the last one is, um, <clears throat> well, I call it nine and three quarters in it. I don't know. I was just thinking that I was getting a little too clever with these titles at one point, but basically, you know how with Harry Potter, they go through platform nine and three quarters, and it's like they go from the real, our world to the magical world. And I know that in Harry Potter, it's not an alternate world story or anything, but it's almost like it because it goes to almost like a different world, you know? So um, it's the same thing though, where, you know, like in Harry Potter, they have, uh, instead of soccer, they have Quidditch, you know, or instead Mm -hmm. of phones and mail, they have, owls or the flu powder for the you know in the fires you know where they can talk do it with your fire and that kind of stuff to talk to people or travel so anyway basically you take something from our earth and um think about what it might be like in a different world uh you know like or a different setting like for instance you could take a minivan in our with you know, one of the most common things you might find in suburban america take a minivan but what would it be like in a science fiction world like maybe um for instance, in my earth, we have hover minivans. They hover, you know, fly around. Or uh, maybe in a, uh, like a post-apocalyptic earth where, you know, everything's gotten run down. And maybe it could be like a, a tank minivan, you know, <laughs> that could, you know, you could ro- rove around like a road warrior or something. So, you know, you just, you take uh, some little object and think about what it might be like, or you could do people too. For instance, um, here, this would be what? Oh, it's too, a little too big. But this is basically <laughs> Justin Bieber. Justin, Justin Bieber. Bieber. In a steampunk, a steampunk Justin Bieber. Bieber. Okay. Bieber. Anyway, <laughs> so um, so that's how you could take people or things and uh, just flip them around into some different setting, and and it might generate some more ideas. So so all of these things are sort of like ways just to at least get you started. You won't have a complete world, but it may send you on the right path rather than the starting from scratch. So, and then, you know, you can, you can set your story in that world and, or, or just make up the world for fun. Uh, you know, whatever you want to do. It's kind of just fun to play around. So do you make rules for yourself? Like, it, do you decide, like, in, in this, in your whatever world, like, especially because in the multiverse, you had a bunch of different worlds. Mm-hmm. Did you decide what could and couldn't change? Well, yeah. Um, it depended on the story, because, uh, well, you know, I don't know if you, well, there's a recent show, Loki. Um, yeah. It, it was a multiverse show. It and was, yeah. All the Lokis looked completely different, a lot of them, at least. A lot of them, yeah. By different actors. But for me, I wanted them to all pretty much look the same. Um, but I did, well, I don't want to get too technical, but I actually had to go back and forth with my, my editor about this. I was thinking, we have ultimately decided that, you know, um, it's the same person, 
in each world and looks pretty much the same. But then they're, you know, like your DNA apparently can tweak a little bit depending on uh, your environment. So we figured, well, maybe in these different worlds, you know, one version of the character could be a little bigger. Cause you know, there are a couple of them, a couple of the characters are kind of uh, bigger and kind of bully him a bit. So they're kind of like stronger and play football and they're intimidating to him, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, you know, there can be slight, slight tweaks um, to, to the different people. So, um, and otherwise I didn't really have too many rules about how the different worlds could turn out, but I was mainly, my main concern was what the rules would be for what the character Mead Macon is his name, you know, how he'd change in these different worlds. And I wanted him to be largely the same. The reason why was because he is a pretty, um, he has pretty low self-esteem and uh, I, I wanted him to kind of like see other, when he sees these other versions of himself, he gets kind of intimidated by them and he thinks they're much more, much more successful than him because they all have like a little thing, you know, like uh, some are good at, at sports and some are good at like music and, um, and, and, some and, are good at sword. or what? Oh, I think some are good at sword fighting. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, Renfair, me, who, you know, and, yeah. um, and one of them looks like it might be female. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she, she's the, you know, we figure her DNA can, can change a little bit there. Oops. So, um, yeah. and you know, kind of makes things pretty interesting that way. Um, do you have a favorite me? And if oh, you yeah. do, which one? That's a great question. I think of the main cast, there's a me in here. I wish I had my, no, I don't think I have it anymore. I had a, I had a bunch of the me's printed out. One's called, um, where is he? Well, he's not in the main cast. Okay, well, he's called Hollywood Me, and he's a child actor version of the main character. Uh, and he's, um, he has a big ego, but he also kind of has like, you know? And he, um, he also, it turns out, kind of has more self-esteem issues than even the main character, me. So I don't know, he, he was just kind of fun to write. Oh, the fun thing about him that I enjoyed writing though was that um, he comes from a world where if you say a word like darn, that's like a real swear word. And so he, he, he can't help but swear in this polite way on his world, but he apologizes all the time. So he'd be like, darn, oh, excuse me, sorry. You know, <laughs> so, I, I kind of had fun doing that. Yeah, um, he's on the back cover, right, Omri? Well, is that what you're showing us? I think this is the Hollywood. Yeah. Movie. That's oh, okay. Yeah, he is on the back. Yeah, yeah. he is on the back cover. Yeah. You're He's right. in the middle. And then um, I had fun. The, 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 there are some more minor characters who get a few lines here and there, but I had fun with, uh, with Steampunk Me because um, he comes from a, a steampunk earth. Oh, you know what? Let me go back to the normal background. Uh, <laughs> Everything's just in beaverized. Yeah. There you yeah, go. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, he goes, yeah, Steampunk Me comes from a... Um, a steampunk earth but nobody really believes that it's really a steampunk earth and he's always like yeah man it's, i really come from a steampunk earth and i don't know it's kind of fun <laughs> so and uh yeah so oh you know one funny thing we were talking about the illustrator earlier um i liked some of his illustrations so much that they came in before i was completely finished with the book it was going through a few different drafts so i actually gave some people a little more like line a few more lines in the book just because I liked him so much like I thought you know disco me he comes from an earth where they're in the 70s and they still do disco and stuff um and uh and Renfair me didn't have as much of a um presence um he, he's kind of more of one of the bullies you know but uh I 
liked it so liked liked his illustration so much. I gave them a little more time, and then in the second book, I gave them even more time. You know, so uh, and it, so it's funny how um, uh, I had the story mainly finished in my mind, but I tried to leave things a little flexible and open um, to to be influenced by the illustrator a little bit. So and you know, there's like a proud tradition of uh, illustration in books. A lot of people don't realize that uh, up until really kind of recently, like, I don't know, maybe the thirties or forties books were still pretty, not like super illustrated, but there'd be a lot of little illustrations here and there. Like even in classics, like Charles Dickens, you know, they'd have these uh, illustrations and, and they were kind of a big part of the book. So I don't know when people tell you, usually you only read books without illustrations because they're more grown up. It's, it's not really true because it's not really part of the actual tradition, you know, right. Future, so. As I think illustrations are what makes books more fun. So. Oh, I do too. Well, yeah. and they help, they help the story move along. Cause yeah. even if you're starting to figure out what someone looks like in your mind, then you see it and you're like, oh yeah, that's that guy. Right. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have questions? Um, why did you like choose to have, um, like someone's bully, some of him bullying him? Oh yeah, well that that's a really interesting question. Um, okay, in a way, I kind of wanted it to to sort of represent how um, sometimes we're really hard on ourselves. And I was thinking, if he meets these other versions of himself, it's almost like meeting, you know, like in the movie Inside Out, where she meets the different. I mean, she doesn't meet, but you know, she's dealing with all this internal uh, struggle with all these different sides of herself, and that's kind of, it's kind of like a metaphor for that. Um, and anyway, I know it'd be kind of funny, just on just a basic level, yeah. you know, you go like this, this Mead is, you know, at a point in his life where he's really, uh, pretty down on himself and, uh, trying to figure out who he is. And so the last, he, he thinks it's going to be great when he goes to this convention for his other versions of himself. Cause I think he'll get all these great tips and they do share all these tips about like, Hey, here's how you can cheat on this test or here's how <laughs> yeah. you can, um, you know, uh, get back at this bully or, you know, all these little tips, you know, or whatever. And, um, but instead he finds out that, you know, he's um, kind of like a low person on the totem pole, you know, at their convention. But in the end, you know, he uh, proves that he's got to, you know, what a lot of them don't have, you know, because he kind of ends up, I don't know. How many books do you have planned for the series? Oh, well, that's a good question. I have um, these two, um, and uh, I have a third in mind, and um, I'm hoping, we'll see how, we got to see how this one does before we, you know, see if it's going to come out and everything, but I have it mostly written, so. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, oh, and I've been kind of doing something that I'm kind of excited about. Uh, I, I'm, I'm doing these short stories based on, um, some of the characters who are more of the minor characters. So there's like a, and I'm trying to do them on, I have this podcast and I'm trying to do, I'm trying to read them, you know? Um, so uh, for instance, the first one's about cowboy me. It's kind of like what happens to him when he goes back to his own world. Cause I don't want to ruin much either, but basically part of the book, this book is they've been a bit stuck in this convention for a little while, but then ultimately they do get back to their homes. So I, I, th I thought it was kind of fun. I, I spent so much time with some of these characters that it's kind of fun to write about the, uh, the, the more minor characters. So, um, 
but uh, yeah, so between the, the third book and some of these short stories, it's been kind of fun to, um, you know, spend time with the whole world because I spent, you know, I've spent a lot of time writing it, so it's hard to give up. What's right? the name of your podcast? Oh, it's called uh, This Week in the Multiverse. And I haven't posted the, any of these stories yet, but I'm probably going to in a few days. Yeah. Um, the podcast is kind of started because I had all these leftover ideas from the books that I never got to uh, put in them. So I just started to do little skits and things based on um, these other ideas, you know, that didn't fit anywhere else. So do some of the other me's host the podcast then? Oh, um, yeah. Uh, I have these other versions of myself who do. Right. Yeah. And, yes. and um, other versions of How many of versions of yeah. yourself do you have? <laughs> oh, there's a lot. You know, I wish I had some photos, um, but there's, um, uh, there's a Viking me, or sorry, Viking SG, and then there's yes. a post-apocalyptic SG. Uh, I actually recently met a Hobbit SG. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. And I wish I had some photos. Um but but well I hope to like post them. See, one thing is that it's a it's a science kind of dominated world, but then they find yes. out that there's also some alternate worlds that have magic. So um in in by in the, so the second book they explore a little bit more of the magical worlds, um, where magic is the operating principle. Yeah. And so um for that, I is there a mad scientist SG? Well, sort of. Um, that's a good question because you always need a mad scientist, you know, in any science book, science fiction book. Uh, his name is um, Meticulous Me. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> he is a bit of a mad scientist, and he, um, well, first of all, the reason he's in that colonial garb is he comes from that Earth I mentioned where. Um, England never lost the uh, American Revolution. <laughs> and, and, and so for some reason, oh, well, I, I'll tell you. Basically, I was really into Hamilton at the time, and I still am. But I was <laughs> of course. Dress, so I thought, oh, well, let's just say that they never really gave up their colonial uh, outfits, you know. So he's a bit of a mad scientist, except he's very meticulous, and he's very controlled. And um, he, uh, he actually runs a large corporation, and... Uh, it's a world where, you know, kids are allowed to run corporations and um, which is not that big a deal in the multiverse. There's also a world in this one where one of the Mies is a president of that world. Who they <laughs> um, hey, anyway. does the second, does the second book, is it just glare or does it, it looks like it has gold pages on the end. Yeah, that's a really observant. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm bookish. <laughs> I, 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 I admit, I have to admit you caught me. I made it, I made this as a prop. Oh, okay. I don't mean to be dishonest. No, that's but, okay. I got yeah. you. So I was like, "Hey, gold beef pages." <laughs> yeah, I thought it might be easier. But, yeah, um, yeah. No, smart. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't even have your, you don't have your copies yet, do you? No, no. It's not out for another three weeks. So. I know. So you don't have them yet. Yeah. Yeah. They may not even be in the country yet. I think they get printed in another yeah, country. No. So exciting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, I don't know how much time we have, but I had- I know, we got a few more minutes. Oh, okay. Well, I thought it might be fun. I don't know if y'all have any time or interest, but I thought like, maybe we could use some of the techniques I was talking about to either make like a world or- um, Sure. 
well, with the, or maybe something we could drill down a little bit. Like I know, you know, the Olympics are going on right now and I thought it might be fun to make like Olympics from alternate worlds or something, you know? Um, <laughs> sure. Do you guys want to, you guys want to do it? Yeah. Oh, look at that. There's a whiteboard. Nice. Now, this oh, is an archaic technology for my earth, of course. We I know. We it's like antique. In our heads where we can just communicate with each other. Like That's a feed? Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like yeah. feed. But I'm, we're not, yeah. Yeah. We're not I, equipped. Yeah. So I thought I'd break this out. Okay. I hope you can see it. There's a bit Yeah, of we can. We're good. Okay. Well, I don't know. Um, so, you know, you could start mm -hmm. by listing some of the events. Like, what are some of your, I, I mean, I don't know if you guys watch the Olympics or not. I'm not the huge the biggest fan, but I do like uh, some of the events. Uh, Pogo stick vaulting. That's, you, you're already way ahead of me. That's great. <laughs> That's hilarious. Fencing. I like fencing. Oh, yeah, fencing. So, you know, you kind of take fence. So here's like an alternate one already. So, um, which is like vaulting. But instead Noodle fencing. <laughs> noodle fencing. Oh, that's great. Yeah, noodle fencing. Would it be like pool noodles or or just like pasta? Pasta. Yeah, pasta uh, because it's all like that. It's all breakable then. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it depends on if they're cooked. Now, is it cooked or is it not cooked? That's, the that's true. That's true. It's cooked. Make it cooked. Okay. Make it cooked. Okay. Okay. Cooked, cooked noodle. And then, um, I don't know, skateboarding has been kind of fun to watch. Um, oh... It's new. It's so fun to watch. Yeah. They've been falling a lot. but uh, Hoverboard. Hover skateboarding. Yeah, that's a good idea. Hover skateboarding. Yeah. Why could you swim in if it's not water? So, uh, hover. Yeah, hoverboarding. Okay. And then, um, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Um, demonic gymnastics. Ooh, demonic gymnastics. That's great. <laughs> what would that be? Um, like there's, there are all the things that you have to land your hands on are moving around. She's Ooh. like, this, oh, that's moving over there, jumping. Oh, that's me. That's a great, yeah. So they just like, they, you know, you can what? spaghetti fencing. Pudding swimming. Ah, pudding swimming. So that would be a real, um, uh, athletic challenge, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It would actually yeah, yeah. add like twice or three times as hard. So, you know, to get through pudding. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> That's great. Oh, I'm sorry. I said pudding challenge. I meant pudding. Uh, swimming. Oops. Swimming. Um, yeah. So you guys already have uh, a grasp of all this, you know. Uh, electric weightlifting. You could do electric weightlifting. Mm. <laughs> so like like the bar's pulling down. You're lifting... <laughs> You're lifting a piece of paper, but the piece of paper has strings attached to it or they're pulling down. So it takes you like a lot of effort to lift one piece of paper because of all the strings. Wow, that, that's Shark surfing. Shark like surfing. Surfing, but you have to but you have to avoid the sharks that are swimming around in the water. Isn't they that real life? Robotic. <laughs> they have to be robotic because real sharks won't take a bite of you. They're not like they'll only if you hurt them. Yeah. Well, maybe that's a good I thing. The athletes would ultimately be safe, but they'd still be kind of scared. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Wow, you guys are good. Yeah, I know. You take to this I'm now. trying to think of another Olympic sport. I could easily make up something for it. Oh, like, could. It could just be anything, really. I can't think of Olympic sports for some reason. I know. They're hard. We could do a winter, too. You know, there's like hockey or skiing. Um, oh, yeah. 
Yes. I got I got something. I got something. Ice hockey with a puck made of rubber. Oh yeah, okay. Rubber ice. <laughs> yeah. Hockey. Wait, the puck or the pole? Both. The pole thing oh, that you okay. <laughs> It's called rubber hockey. <laughs> rubber hockey, yeah. Uh and and you could also do um what was I thinking? Um give me a second, I forgot it. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> that is that's what happens about when I was coming up with ideas for the book, I'd be like, you know, I got to write that down. And sometimes I wouldn't and I'd forget. So. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the worst. Yeah. Running on a Tilton track. Ooh, oh, that's good. Yeah. Would it tilt as you run or? Uh, yeah, it yeah, tilts that's... as you run. The yeah. faster you run, the more it tilts. Oh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> that <would be laughs> that's encouraging you to slow down. Yeah. That'd be a great you time. have to run fast. Yeah. <laughs> Until it uh, all tips over, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow, you could you could have such a good story out of all these. Just some kid going to the Olympics with all these events. Yeah, I may just steal these. So thanks. Bye. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the next, the fourth book is all the Olympics. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, cool. That's awesome. If you have guys. any other ideas, just feel free to send them to me. Um, <laughs> right <laughs> now, you've got your sounding board. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Do you guys have any more questions? Um, no? Yes? Maybe? Spaghetti fencing. Spaghetti oh, fencing, nice. yeah. We idea. already had that. Yeah, you already yeah, did. Still, that's that's yes, I, I know we already had it. I'm just trying, the rope is the spaghetti. Oh, you're showing it. Yeah. Oh, you're showing it, right. Gotcha. Yeah. It's an illustration. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um. It's all right, guys, this was yeah. super fun. Yeah, feel free to you know um, we'll have to have you back for the whole class you know oh, sure. yeah yeah well it's been great i've had a lot of fun yeah all right you guys well, well, let me show you one other quickie thing oh um, yeah this is a few other things on our earth it's oh. um we okay we've largely given up food and drink but sometimes we do it just for fun so yeah. do, this is peanut butter and jelly soda <laughs> mm. yeah. um, uh, this is uh ranch dressing soda <laughs> I was going to show this to you before the the thing, but you guys all you know to get your mind going. But you're already yeah, yeah they were good. Yeah, and then bacon soda. Mm, bacon. Everything's better with bacon, even in the future. Right. Yeah. I like how you still uh, like Star Wars. Skiing on peanut butter. Oh. Oh my gosh, skiing on on peanut butter. That would also be hard. Yeah, right. That, that, that is good. Spe yeah, peanut butter skiing. I love that. Oh, that's yeah. another quick thing about the, you know, it's good to have like a, the idea and then you got to think of a good name, you know, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, but yeah, this is the Star Wars on my earth. Ooh, they they, yes, they, they, I, I got something. They do with bikes. But yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's the best. Yeah. Uh, what was your next one? I was. Try, I'm trying to think of something to do with cycling. Ooh, oh, yes. yeah, cycling. Oh, yes. Cycling with rubber bands, giant rubber bands attached to the back. So the farther you go, the more you have to, the harder you have to paddle. Oh, because you can get <laughs> snap back? Snap it back. That'd and if fun. it snaps, you, you automatically get disqualified. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It'll go by. That'd be a tough sport. Yeah, that yeah. would be extremely tough. It would be. <laughs> yeah. 
farther you go, the harder it gets. Right. That would be good. <laughs> All yeah. right, you guys, you want to say thank yeah. you? Thank and you. if you break the rubber band, you also become disqualified. Uh, yeah, perfect. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. It's been great. It's great to meet you all. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Oh, sure. Super great. Yeah, this is fun. Yeah. So, and this is such a cool thing you guys do. So, um, no, right? You keep enjoying it and everything. So, mm-hmm. no. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at bookish underscore society and on Twitter at bookish society. And of course, on our website, thebookishsociety.com. Thanks again to Chris Rieger for his audio engineering magic. 